Hello and welcome to this week's Shoot the Moon podcast, broadcasting live and direct from Revenue Rocket World Headquarters in Bloomington, Minnesota. As you know, Revenue Rocket is uh, the world's premier growth strategy and merger and acquisition advisor for tech-enabled services companies. And I'm happy to be here with my partners, Matt Lockhart and Ryan Barnett, and talking about a deal we did recently. Welcome, guys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Ryan. Good to be with you. Isn't this probably the best topic that we could have, right, is celebrating the success of, of one of our clients and, uh, and a really valued partner that they were able to come together with. So pretty cool stuff. Totally agree. Uh, totally agree. So when we look at deals at Revenue Rocket, we don't believe any deal will get done unless really three huge criteria are met, and that is uh, – it has to be a strategic combination that, that makes sense. Uh, there has to be a cultural fit and there has to be a financial fit, uh, assuming that there are strategic and cultural fits as well. So if those three all come together, uh, a deal can get done. Uh, and there's a ton of work in the background that goes into a deal, uh, from the day of the first meeting all the way to the, to the day of that close that involves a lot of preparation and a lot of work. But if done right, it can be something just really beneficial to everyone. And, and this is a case uh, which we I saw a deal from the start to the finish, and it was exciting, exciting throughout. So, Matt, why don't you can you just shape up uh, who this is, what it's about, and and in our the role that we played. Yeah, so let's talk about our, our client, CMIT of Rhode Island, HTW is their corporate name. Just a great client. And real quickly, they are a strategic managed services provider. And when I say strategic managed services provider, it's because they created just a, a, a real strength in serving the hotel hospitality industry, right? So, you know, if you're, if you're a common listener of the podcast, we advocate for creating differentiation through verticalization. And this is uh, something that this firm did, and and they're a powerhouse in that industry. And they also were part of this CMIT franchise network, a very strong firm, private equity firm in the middle market space, HKW, saw the vision to buy both the franchisor uh, which is CMIT, the CMIT overall network, as well as the very largest franchisee who happened to be our client, <laughs> HTW, and, and combine those to create what is this nationwide network as well as this growing nationwide franchisee capability, franchisee store through HTW. And it, I think it, it really, to your point, Ryan, checked that strategic box like tenfold, right? And so, you know, it's just a, a wonderful opportunity for uh, all parties involved because of the strategic nature. But, you know, you got to check those other two boxes, which is the cultural aspect and the financial aspect. And, um, uh, and and we were able to do that as well. So that was sort of the general nature. I, I you know we don't need to go through the the overall the sort of flow, but I think that by giving our client 
the opportunity to see a, a few different things, a few different potential deals, it, it really furthered his understanding of the strategic nature of this particular opportunity. And, and I think that that was great. And being able to come together on not just the, the value of getting this deal done, but the, the, the longer term, uh, strategic opportunity for our customer and for all the parties is, is really kind of what came to fruition. It's a great intro. They, uh, they were a great client for Revenue Rocket. And I would say that, uh, the, the way that the business was put together was, was really well done. And, and I would say that there's something that they did in throughout this process that every selling firm should do. And that is they, um, they crushed every quarter throughout the whole process. Mike, how important is that to focus on the business and, uh, run the business like it's not for sale? Wow. It is paramount. You know, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'll uh, know that we often say uh, you should run your business as if it's not for sale. Uh, and the best thing you can do is to continue to have sort of a up and to the right growth trajectory for both revenue and profit throughout the process. It's very easy to get distracted by, you know, everything that's required to kind of go through uh, M&A effort and uh, be thinking about, you know, your future and kind of getting caught up with that a little bit. You know, we see sometimes sellers get a little bit wrapped around the axle about thinking about what's next and spending a little bit too much time on that when they, they as much as we said that's important to have some direction on what that's going to be, it's probably more important that you during a time when you're in the process of selling your business, that you continue to perform really well. It provides comfort that the buyer's buying a, a growing and robust asset. It makes the negotiations much easier as it relates to, you know, everything that needs to get negotiated in an M&A deal. We often say, you know, you got to negotiate about 150 things once you get past the LOI. So, Really important that if the business is growing well and very profitable, that those negotiations go so much more smoothly. And in this case, you know, HTW did a phenomenal job of continuing to grow their business, keep their eye on the business, manage it in a meaningful way. And that, you know, in many ways made for a very successful outcome. Absolutely. And that was something I believe that was modeled throughout. Um, if you looked through the start through the process through the end, the ability to to meet the numbers, to structure the deal in a way that uh, rewarded growth uh, was important in the in the deal making as well as the, the execution uh, throughout. When you look at this deal financially in the in the company itself, Matt, I, I think I think it might be best to, to answer this. Where did the, the role of the advisor and advisors really come in in shaping up what a, a suitor is going to look for? Perhaps um, all the way from the market materials through the due diligence support. Yeah, I think obviously we had the the, the trust of our client to do right. By him and 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 I, I just want to go back real quick. One of the other factors that that really enabled him to continue to crush it 
was our client's team, the founder's team. Having that team in place to continue to operate the business while he was able to engage in, in the sale process was, was absolutely key. That being said, he still had to keep his eye on the ball. And that's where, you know, having a great deal of trust in us as his advisor, I think, really played a role in it. You know, we were able to spend considerable time with our client in understanding the nuances of his business and being educated by him so that we were able to really convey to the buyer the the true nature of how this operation was run, what the upside opportunity was within his market, uh, the the capabilities that he had to go to market, the strength of his his financials, not just in in the process itself, but also historically, and then be able to sort of deliver upon that message through all of the information that was surfaced. And it was, I mean, I'll tell you, it was a bit of an arduous due diligence process that happened very quickly. We were busy in that, uh, in, in the fourth quarter of last year. And so I think that it's, it's, you know, because of the trust that we were able to build with him and really digging in and understanding, you know, not just the top level of his business, but some of the nuances of his business was, I think, really did sort of facilitate getting to the right structure, you know, and the right deal. And quite honestly, um, I think finding, as Mike would say, the ultimate value is it comes together through the buyer and the seller and and is highly based upon the strategic value that is present. And uh, let's just say that I think that occurred here in this opportunity. I would say another thing to, to consider here is the expediency that uh, the seller was able to come up and answer questions they had. And to frame it up, the, the buyer, I would say, had a virtual army of, of consultants working through due diligence in really an impressive way that other buyers could model processes around by looking at, at HR, looking at legal, looking at agreements in, in, a, in an expedient way. I would say one thing that our, our client did very well was being really responsive and being able to uh, look at documents and document requests and answer those quickly, but also working with, with us as, a, as their advisor to make sure that the documents that they are providing are putting the company in the in the best light and and telling the story how it should be and then should be interpreted. I said a lot of like the expediency and the help from the seller can really make that process go just a bit faster. I think that's a great point, Ryan. I I also think that the flexibility that was shown by both parties throughout the process, especially given the amount of people that were involved, I think was uh, was absolutely key and. And that flexibility demonstrates a a will, a will to get her done. And I think the the other point is, as you were talking, that I I think that everybody did a really good job with is staying positive, right? The due diligence process can be somewhat arduous, and there are you know negotiating points, and there's you know a little bit of that, and you know we see our role 
is to get that done for our clients while at the same time keeping everybody positive and keeping their eye on the prize as to as to why this is a great opportunity and i think that that i think that happened and and i, I know we've talked in follow up and and everybody's pretty fired up for what's coming in 2023 and beyond because of this acquisition Were there any moments or hiccups in the deal that you you could perhaps tell other sellers to watch out for? We don't have to get into super specifics here, but even themes around anything that can derail conversation or derail things. You know, not major ones. I I do think that in this opportunity and and it i think it transcends to really all opportunities uh Ryan is is understanding and coming together at an appropriate level and appropriate depth on the forward strategic view and 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 this was in particular important because our client he sold in right he's 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 continuing forward um as a partner and an important player for this new combined entity and because of that making sure that they came together on on this is the strategy at least uh, and again um these are the strategic elements that are going to create opportunity moving forward you know sure there's always terms and there's always right there's always those things that can create a little bit of hiccup and and a little bit of consternation but um again keeping the eye on the prize and in there were you know uh, some points where it's like well did we hear the same thing are we talking the same language and and so on and so forth and and so g- giving enough time to make sure that those things are coming together is uh is one of those areas that that really do does facilitate you know getting past other kind of smaller hiccups in in the deal. That's a great point. I I would say one other thing that I at least I observed was uh the owner was very authentic from the day one till the till through the close. And that really was something that that was bright throughout the whole process is that uh, being consistent in in what he believed and what he did, and the team kind of working all together um, through to the right thing was a, a real a real bright spot as well. Mike, what other things did you see in this deal that you think our listeners can learn from? Well, you know, I think some of it's already been discussed, but I think our client was very much steady hand on the tiller. You know, he took our advice, which I think is important. I think it's easy to want to sort of grab the wheel, if you will, if you're a seller, yeah, especially when the negotiation can get heated, it can get challenging. And, you know, I think he was a very level-headed, uh, great executive that used his resources and the tools in the toolbox very well. And, one of those was, you know, our team's ability to move this deal forward and negotiate it in a meaningful way. Uh, and I think when you when you hire a firm or an advisor, it's important to take their advice. That's why you're hiring them, right? Certainly, we're not perfect. 
And uh, our advice may or may not sound like it fits for you, but it is based on lots of years of experience and seeing kind of what works and what doesn't in other deals. And I think it's pursuant to, you know, finding the best outcome to leverage the most experienced folks in the room to uh, help you get to the end goal. And, uh, you know, we, we, you know, our client in this case did a, did that expertly. Uh, I'd like to think that we, you know, performed pretty well for him because of that. I agree. Overall, the other thing to mention, uh, the category and space in which a company is in uh, can greatly help. Uh, there was a tremendous amount of interest throughout uh, throughout this process, and uh, there were many buyers that were interested in, uh, and uh, ultimately the, the right buyers came through, and it was a, a really great fit for everyone. Being in a space and doing what you do well and being in that managed services space have a high level of recurring revenue, have a, a really defined target market that you can be passionate and speak about. And and if you if your buyer has that similar or market or they have an adjacency strategy to get in that market can be very powerful for, for, for sellers. I think all those were exemplary for uh for our for our client here. Uh Matt, uh, I'll I'll push it over to you for, for any kind of Closing thoughts and uh, anything else our audience should know. Yeah, I think we've covered it pretty well, Ryan. I mean, um, I, I guess the best way to sum it up is uh, a, a great client, really impressive buyer, great opportunity. They're going to go kill it. And, you know, we're just happy that we're able to play um, play a part in it. And so that's it. I mean, let's uh, let's go do some more, right? Super fun. Mike, how do we close it out? There you go, man. Appreciate the tee up. I think I, you know, have to tip my hat to all the advisors and the individuals involved in this particular transaction. And certainly there was many of them and uh, they all were consummate professionals in helping this get done in an effective way. So thank you uh, across the board. With that, We'll tie a ribbon on it for this week's Shoot the Moon podcast. We encourage you to tune in next week, explore and unpack various topics about M&A and the tech-enabled services space in the middle market, as well as uh, growth strategies that will help you grow organically and continue to take advantage of the great opportunity we all have in 2023. Look forward to tuning in next week. Make it a great week. Thank you.